Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop Podcast. Today, I'm joined by my new favorite person, singer, songwriter, all-round legend, Kian DeCrow. Welcome to the Waffle Shop. What's up? I, I was actually just staring at your poster there. Like, why is it called the Waffle Shop? Is it just because we waffle? Or like, did you used to work in a waffle shop? I I wish it was the second part of that. But unfortunately, it's just because I talk a lot. Nice. There is a lot of disappointment in like, my guests when they realize they're not getting any kind of waffles. I say quite a lot. I had Call and the Gang on the show. And obviously, them being in America severely disappointed that they weren't severely severely disappointed you know what you should do actually is you should get your team to reach out to my team to reach back to your team to reach back to my team um and uh (laughs) no what i was actually going to say is you should schedule waffles to be delivered to the person's house that you're interviewing or that you're having on the podcast you know is, would that imagine now if like I was like, beep, beep, like five minutes before I got on this call if there was just waffles showing up to my front door and then I was like here and I just had some waffles like that would be amazing this would be nothing could top that really you know no I feel like now I feel like you're up there with the level of disappointment is calling the gag yeah. but I am I am I am I'm gonna take it as a compliment you think that I have a team so that's <laughs> that's quite yeah impressive. you should get <laughs> You got you got to always just pretend you have a team, man. You got to be like, get my team. I used to I used to like pretend I used to like made made up a manager for myself. I'm pretty sure, and just like made a fake email and would just like email people as like a manager. Who I've been talking to to get this? <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Um, but yeah, I, I because nobody ever sees like no one is ever gonna see your manager, at, especially at the start of yeah. like career like five years ago when i was just trying to get sessions and stuff he'd be like hey i'm uh, john simon and i uh, represent a uh, amazing singer songwriter keen crow who's uh, just really the best you should have him in this uh, session today 
Uh, oh, I wish I brought a notepad to this because I feel like already I'm literally just learning so much. You're learning. It's a big lesson today. It's a big lesson. Wow. I, do, do you know what? I normally start each one of my shows with something called the weekly waffle. That's something that's quite frankly, it's pissed me off a little bit. But once I get it off my chest, it makes me feel better. But I feel like I'm on a bit of a positive run now. Positive vibe. Go yeah. on, hit me, your, hit me with your weekly waffle. I want to see what pissed you off. Okay, because this actually really winds me up, and I don't know why we do it. And to be fair, like, you're you're Irish, so you might, I don't know, you might you might do this as well. I don't know. But it's people who call dinner tea. Oh, Jesus. Don't get me started. <laughs> I don't understand it. Started on that. Oh. And it also, because someone from work asked me, they're like, oh, what's for tea? And I was like, oh, no, thank you. I, I'll have, I have one coffee a day. And they looked at me as if I've literally just like insulted their nan. I was like, what? And they were like, I asked what you're having for your tea. I was like, no, I don't really drink tea. And I'm like, no dinner. I was like, oh. And then <laughs> I didn't realize how much of a thing it was for the people like, oh, what are you having for tea? Yeah. I don't I know, know. Why it took me to this long to realize that. It also annoys me that I've been in England long enough that now someone says, like, what's for tea? I actually know that they're talking what about dinner. Mean? That's actually, like, pissing me off. Like, I need to start <laughs> drinking tea more so that, that like, it registers back in my mind that tea is tea and tea is not dinner. Um, I would never say tea in a million years, but... It's just a thing. It's like... It's so annoying. The words to Mr. Brightside. Do you ever remember sitting down learning the words to Mr. Brightside? Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> you know yeah, that how do you word? know them? It's actually insane. Honestly. It's probably why it's such a successful song. I also swear, like, I never even knew M- M- Mr. Brightside until, like, I was in the club one night and they played it and everyone sang it and I just sang it. And I was like, oh, yeah, this <laughs> yeah. song. But I'm like, but I swear I've never heard this song, but also I have, like, it's not like I had it on my phone on, like, Bluetooth and, like, when I was a kid. So, like, why do we know it? I'm so yeah. confused. It's like when everyone got really angry at you too for dropping that album on everyone's phone. Should we not be more angry at the killers at the fact that they've planted this song in our brains, you not know, our phones? Yeah, it's insane. No one even listens to it. Like, ever. <laughs> like, nobody like listens. Starting to beef now <laughs> with the killers. Sorry, yeah. Brandon. <laughs> so... Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Anyway, speaking of bangers and... I don't, I don't say bangers and mash. We're not talking about mash. All bangers on this show. We've got to talk about the music. Like, I first discovered you when I heard the song Crocodiles. And wow. Yeah, it's one of those songs that I don't know why it kind of, it gripped me the way it did, but it kind of got its hooks into me. I was like, oh, yeah. Because it's a masterpiece. Oh, it is. It's, it's stunning. That's what happens like, when you make a masterpiece, you know, grips people. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, if you're wondering, Taylor, this whole time you've been wondering, why is the song great? I have the answer for you again in today's lesson. It's a masterpiece. That's why. Yes. <laughs> I feel like we just wrapped this episode up. We've learned so much. Literally, we've been in like three, four minutes and it's just the gift that keeps on giving. It's big, you know, it's a big episode. But one of the other songs that's obviously everyone kind of, I won't say knows you because obviously there is a hell of a lot more to come, especially the song that I've just heard, which I think the goosebumps haven't quite gone down <laughs> yet. But 
everyone knows it. Obviously, all for you. I had to look then because I literally have got like three, four songs like lined up ready to talk to you about. I'm like, yeah, this one's a masterpiece. This one's a masterpiece. This one's a masterpiece. But masterpieces. Is, so we do. It's one of the yeah. most beautiful songs I've ever heard. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's really weird because um I, oh actually this is hilarious. I got my manager actually sent me, oh, I don't have my phone. I wish I had my phone. My manager sent me a screenshot last night for completely different purposes um, of the first time I sent her like a demo of All For You. Yeah. Um, Wait, is this your real manager or did you send this to yourself? My real, yeah, my <laughs> real manager. I just sent it to myself. <laughs> um, cool. She was like, yeah, it could be a vibe. She's like, or she was like, yeah, it could be a vibe. Like, um, like, uh, maybe we change the end of the course or something. I can't remember. Like he was like the most just like understated, like we like could be big, could be a vibe, but we're just like, yeah, it could be like whatever moving on, you know, <laughs> it was like so funny, you know? And then it was just I love like the humbleness of this. I love, I love it. It was a big, <laughs> and then it was a big, one vibe. of the biggest songs of the year, but yeah, just, yeah, it's really all right. So, yeah. <laughs> really crazy. Really crazy. What was the story behind? Obviously, I know you've probably answered this question because, but I like, especially when I have the guests on who have sang some of my favorite songs, like, I quite like to get into the nitty gritty. Like, yeah, what, what, what inspired it? Um, it was kind of like the main thing that inspires a song for me actually is like, like, this is always the way, like, I just have to like let it build up. Yeah. Like, I have to like not write, and then suddenly I'm like so creatively like, frustrated that I just like get down to the piano and I just start like playing or whatever and I just have like I have so many things inspiring inspiring a song that eventually once I get there I just have all these things that just like flood out into the song you know so like all for you is really like that where it was like a huge kind of mix of things that inspired it um and yeah stem from different things like stem from relationships like past and current um, stem from friendships like different losses um i think one big thing was kind of you know uh definitely sort of realizing that when i was in a new relationship that like i was maybe not exactly like you know when, you, when you're with someone and you just give them your all you know and then you're like oh maybe i wasn't giving my all in the last relationship even though i thought i was you know um which is obviously circumstantial, like depending on what situation you are in in your life. But so that was like partially like sort of it. And then there was, yeah, like, you know, friendship things and and, and obviously like losses that I've had and sort of questions that you never an- get answers for and and uh, just wishing you'd, you'd done more. And, and yeah, it was like a really, it was like a lot of stuff that I was just like processing that just kind of went yeah. into one time. Is it weird seeing it now? Because obviously, I, I mean, I haven't had the the pleasure of seeing you live, like as of yet. But like, is it weird kind of hearing those lyrics mean so much to everyone else, and hearing them like being sung back to you? Yeah, I want to know what that what like. I want to know what people are thinking when they sing it. You know, yeah. like not just like the chorus, but I want to know what they're thinking when they sing like the first line of the verse, like what they see, or like what. Like, yeah, I just want to know, like, what they see or feel or, like, what the vibe is for them when they're singing that because that's, like, it'd be cool to have a different perspective on the song than my own. 
I love to be that it's one of my biggest things why I love music so much is because I mean especially when I have like the guests on who have sung these songs like what I think it means when I then I'm like oh yeah and they're like no that's not what it's about I was like oh so I always like like similarly to yourself obviously I can't sing but like I find it so interesting how different it can be interpreted and like how much yeah. it kind of it soundtracks people's whether it's a loss whether it's a relationship whether it's a friendship yeah. like it, it's so powerful how you yeah. can do that well i think the thing that's really i'm still learning a lot of, about this it's all i've always felt this way but i i constantly learn like new ways to think about it and one thing that i find really interesting is that usually when i write a song and i think most songwriters um you often don't write it in like the moment that you're feeling a certain way i mean at least myself anyway it's very hard to write something like like write in the emotion of it it's yeah. often sort of maybe a while after or, or in hindsight of it or um and i think what you then realize is that the people discovering your music and the people listening to your songs for the first time and really connecting to them usually they're going through something in that moment like yeah. they are dealing with something right now therefore their meaning of the song is like a hundred times more powerful and meaningful than your meaning of the song and so like i feel like when i write the song about like doesn't really matter like because nobody cares like the the power that the listener's meaning has is so much more um important and so much more emotional and 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 powerful um, in that moment and for them, you know? And of course they connect to it because you tell your story, which is something that they relate to and then they don't feel alone and they get answers for these questions they've been asking themselves for months or weeks or days or years. And then they finally are like looking and looking and they hear a song and they're like, that's, that's the answer. Now I don't feel alone or I don't like, I just have like somewhere comfort, some comfort and uh and that's powerful that's like that's the meaning of the song there like that's where it finds it's it's like millions of meanings of different people who listen to it you know it kind of finds its home in a weird kind of yeah way, didn't it yeah exactly like in it and it finds tons of different homes and and like yeah like it doesn't really matter what i wrote it about in the end like who cares you know it's more like because the power in the song is not what it does for me. It's what yeah. it does for other people. So I think that's like the most special thing. Oh, I love that. Did So how did that start for you? Because obviously to just wake up one day, like, oh, actually I can make hundreds and well, millions now people cry with my beautiful lyrics. Like what did you, how, how did the, kind of journey start like did you see someone singing or was it hearing a piece of music or a song and be like that's what I want to do I mean it started a long 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 time ago <laughs> uh, I've always wanted to be a musician and like music's in my family I always wanted to be an artist and um, I think like I sort of discovered I discovered all aspects of it in different ways you know I discovered yeah. that I could move people and make people cry through classical music so I would perform like yeah studied classical music and that's what I did growing up and I I always had this I guess like sounds stupid but I guess me and my brother you know when we were ever we would perform we sort of had this like gift or whatever to 
be able to like really move people to tears and I think it was probably because we had gone through a lot as kids that we were so emotionally uh like awake I guess yeah. as like as like, like an intelligence or, isn't there? yeah exactly yeah. you know and so we were so aware of that that we were able to tap into that through music and music was also the thing that got us through that um, and we were able to perform with that kind of uh that ability um and i think of it like as, as like a superpower you know it was like a superpower yeah. that i had that not many people had and it was like it came from something really shitty but at the other side came this like this this gift that we were suddenly given um and yeah i think it was like i had all these moments like that like discovering songwriting and artists and then like singer songwriters and pop music like eminem and, and uh, michael jackson and just gradually being like oh my god like this is what i want to do and but but then i started like songwriting and i was like terrible so it's like so hard to get good at songwriting and it's like you're like how the hell do you get good at songwriting you know you like it's like such a confusing thing that is so so difficult to become good at because it's so like you can't hold on to it like it is like yeah. it's like like the way that you think about it, like how do people like write songs? It's like you, you're the same when you start writing songs. You're like, how do people write songs? <laughs> how do you like like it sounds like such a dumb thing? How do you just write songs? Well, you just get some chords and some words, and, but it's like, but how you really like write <laughs> like get a song, a new song, something like beautiful and powerful, and like, and I'm still chasing that every day. I'm still chasing that song. I mean, I that, think like, you're onto a. I think you you get it there. I mean, I'm getting there. You know, I think there. I'm getting there and. Uh, <laughs> And I, I'm, I'm, and that's what I love. That's what I think will make me do this forever. Is that like I'm always chasing the song that I probably never ever managed to write, but I'm just always chasing it, and uh, it's such a special feeling. Um, but yeah, I think it's it was a big mix of things that sort of like got me so like involved in it and into it. And um, I think I remember there was a really like, I already had wanted to do it for a lot, this a long time and I was completely pursuing it, but I was kind of, I was definitely doubting myself and I was feeling like I had maybe lost at that thing because I haven't performed in so long. It had been a really long time since I'd performed even classical music. I was in college, but it was all technical stuff and exams and all this stuff that I hated. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't performing. And then I gradually was like, wow, maybe I've just like now lost that thing. Like, um, and I went to LA and I did this camp and I'd like completely lost my voice. And uh, I, there was like, there was like a showcase at the camp that you had to sort of like, it was like a, like a music, it was like a weird kind of thing. Um, <laughs> but basically we had, like this. <laughs> song, yeah, we had this like songwriter class and, uh, and um, we were sort of like learning kind of the, a's and b's of, of songwriting you know and uh, how to structure stuff and i'd already been songwriting a while before this so i kind of you know i knew i wasn't really there to learn but i was more there to kind of meet people um and that's kind of what i was like kind of told to go there for like i had a friend who was um she was working on it and she was like look if you come out you'll just you'll meet good people and it'll be worth it for that reason you know but there's like a lot of young people of old people great teachers mentors um and the songwriting class had this random like performance at like 3 p.m in like a school hall kind of thing like in like the brightest daylight and like in like 
Los Angeles sun, you know? And I was like, I had like lost my voice from like straining it and, and from like the jet lag and everything. And there was all these like kids who like were amazing songwriters, like, like 10 years old, 12 years old going up and like showing their songs. And I was just like, oh, I got to go up there like and sing my song that I wrote. I, mean, I was just like, oh, I can barely sing and everything. I was like, this is just not going to go well. So I went up anyway and I was just like, fuck's sake, this is a terrible idea. Um, and I sang this song that I wrote and I was just like, all I, all I remember was like, I just he- kept my head down and they like put a microphone to my guitar and the mic to my mouth. I was like, so I started singing this song and I was like, and like the first chorus ended and I still had my head down. And the two like songwriting teachers who are now like really good friends of mine, um, they, I just heard one girl, her name was Sam. And I remember hearing her like as the chorus, first chorus ended, she was like, I think she was just like, damn. Or she was like, wow. And I was like, fuck, keep going, keep going, keep going. That's the one you want. So I, like, and I kept, kept going, kept going, kept going. The song ended and I kind of like looked up and like, everyone just like stood up like applauding and they were all like yes. bawling crying you know like the whole room it was like maybe like i don't know like 150 people i don't know and they were every single person was like bawling their eyes out like and the whole front row was like kids on bean bags and stuff and like they were all like in like the kids they were like six seven eight they're all like bawling crying i was like <laughs> what are these kids crying? And I like, I didn't know what to do. Cause it was like, it was a bit awkward. Like it was like, it was like so extreme, like, like that it was awkward. Cause I just had to kind of like walk off back into the audience. And I was like, thank, thank you. Everyone. And like, <laughs> I kind of started like walking and like this woman was like, go, this woman who was like bawling and crying, she came up to me. She was like, go hug the kids. And I was like, I was like, what? And I like looked over and they're like bawling their eyes out. And I go over and I was like, it's okay, it's okay. Don't worry. And they're like, it's so sad. It's so sad. And they were like crying and everything. And I was like, it's fine, it's fine. And then like I got up and I kind of like walked through and everyone's like giving me a hug. And they were like in tears. And a few of my friends that I made on the camp uh, were like out in the hallway, down the end of the hallway. And they were like crying like so much that they had to leave because they were like hyperventilating. And like, a uh, few people came up to me and they were like hey like can we go for like a walk and, and chat like I really just want to like talk to you about like how you did that and like how you once reached your emotions in you without like getting so like without like they were so shocked that I could I don't know be so emotional on stage but without be like crying yeah, myself yeah, and, stuff yeah, like yeah. That. and like and then I had all these big guys coming up and being like, what are you doing? Like, you need to come to LA, like, and stay here and write, like, this is what, like, and then the artists and the songwriters like messaged me afterwards. And they were like, they were just like, right. Sending me these like amazing messages of like, this is what you were like born to do. Like uh, st- stuff that I'm like, like, I, I don't even want to say it cause it's like embarrassing if I say like, it, it'll make me sound like, but it's like, <laughs> it was just like this crazy experience where I was like, Oh, holy shit maybe i still got it <laughs> you know? there's, there's something here. there was something here you know and uh and then i had these amazing talks with all like people that i you know like that i really admired and then like friends and and, and stuff and um yeah it was just like a crazy yeah. experience and i was finally kind of like it kind of like restored my belief in myself i was like okay no i still have that thing that i was like given by whatever reason i'm, I'm i can do this um and 
I, ha I have to use it because millions of people would, you know, kill for the opportunity to, to be able to sing or, or to, to be able to move people in that way. And I don't know why I can do it, but I can. So it's sort of like, it's like a obligation to, to use it and to, to do something good with it. Right. That, that is powerful. Crazy, like, isn't it? It's yeah. such a, like, doesn't even sound like a real story. Like, like, yeah. I, I could like, see my that on your friends. face though. I could see you in your yeah. face, like when you were telling the story, just like, like, it was like I it's intense. I can't believe like, actually telling this like in the way that yeah, I was yeah. like, well, you're clearly doing the what you're on this planet to do. Yeah, I'm mad. It, it's mad. Like in those moments, you you're like you're like, whoa, okay, what's going on? Crazy. All I want to know is what happened to the song. Oh, I never. Yeah, I never did anything with that song. Like I had loads of people afterwards like ask me for the song. Um, being like hey like can we listen do you have like a recording of it and so like that um but it was never it was never like it was never anything that like anyone on the team or anything like that afterwards when i sort yeah. of uh that anyone was really like like interested in or whatever but I, I don't know if i really showed them properly i never really recorded it properly either and um yeah i don't know i think it was like i feel like it was just written for that moment yeah and that moment was the right time and then and then that was sort of that was sort of it like and and maybe one day it'll make it onto an album i don't know but yeah very strange very well, strange I if i like walking past people and they're like crying their eyes out like are you listening to <laughs> yeah are you listening it was called uh it was actually called blanket of bullets that was the name of the song Oof. um so it's like a, yeah. It even sounds so, powerful. Yeah, sounds powerful. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Well, isn't it blanket of bullets? Crazy. I wonder if I even remember if I remember like any of it. Like, I don't oh, know. Dogs, I've already had my scheduled cry today. So if you're about to start singing. <laughs> no, I'm not going to bust out any songs on here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> One of the questions is going to ask, because obviously with everything now, like taking off, like I'm so rightly so, because these these songs are just, they are phenomenal. And one of the questions was obviously next year, you're selling out dates left, right and centre all over the country. I was about to say, like, what can people expect <laughs> on one um, of your shows? But I feel like you've just explained that, like, yeah, no, it's the face like, of the Dinian. <laughs> yeah, um, 
I think just a good time, just some laughs, some crying, uh, some emotions, uh, some real, you know, just like a real time, you know, I really yeah. like to give people like a real time, not like a, I really want to yeah, make each show like feel special and important and, and sort of not just do like the same thing every night, you know, I yeah. want, I want to try and like connect really with the people who are there and, and, uh, yeah, I'm so, I'm very excited for that tour. Uh, it's going to be wild. I'm really excited because I, I imagine, obviously, especially when I listen to your songs, it's going to be one of those, whether it's a tour or obviously albums, obviously there are no doubt on their way. It's yeah. that kind of feeling that regardless of where you are, whether you're watching this in an arena or whether you're listening to this like on the tube or wherever you might, it there's going to be like that level of like intimacy and I really hear that like in your voice that you kind of in a weird messed up way like it reminds me of those songs that I've heard millions of times before even though I'm listening to it for the first time because it feels so like I don't want to sound so cheesy but like it makes me feel like of home and like like we were saying earlier like I'm not on my own when I am feeling these kind of emotions which is really yeah again it's a really obviously powerful thing to be able to do yeah I don't know like I don't know what it is but like yeah, it's weird. I don't really, I don't really try to do anything specific yeah. when I write songs either. Like I just like write things that I like, that I feel sound good and, and feel real. But, uh, and like, I just record them in here, like, like on this microphone right here. And I, it's wow. like, it's a, it's a weird, uh, it's a weird thing that you can create something that creates a feeling for people. And, 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 creating it can be such a fragmented process yeah. then it becomes this whole thing um and makes people feel a certain a certain way and i guess that's all tied together with like a voice i think your voice and, and your the energy that you portray through it i guess maybe like is what people really like connect to or whatever but yeah i don't know i think like i think also because I think people feel like very much like the way that I am through my music. Maybe they really like feel like I deliver it maybe like with sort of my, you can sense my personality in the way that I sing. I don't know. And maybe. Well, there's a level of honesty there as well. And like vulnerability that you can really hear in your yeah. songs that make them so relatable and instantly you're like, yeah he he gets it i feel like you're kind of the voice for a lot of people who are going through these kind of what you said at the start like whether it's a loss a breakup friendship whatever it might be you seem to sound be soundtracking those kind of periods of time for them yeah yes man i don't know do not know do not know why do not know why <laughs> you generally see the confusion like on your face like <laughs> i don't know i don't know how i'm doing this <laughs> Yeah, it's, it is like it's a strange uh it's a strange thing to do and to think that you do soundtrack yeah. moments of people's life um and it's it's so special when you you meet people who are like you genuinely like meet someone in real life who you know because when you when you have like a fan base online it's like it's, you don't really like you get like hundreds of dms every day and you're just like I don't know what any of this means to be honest and it's all like the same eventually it blurs into one and you're just like what does 
you know, Jenny one, two, four, nine, X, X, you know, who is that? And what does it mean what they're saying? And it's not until you meet them in real life and they like hold your hand and they're like, I worked as a nurse in the NHS and every single day I drove home from work, like bawling my eyes out to all of your songs for like two years straight. And I'm like, what the fuck? How have I never met you? Do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't even have any friends. Like, what are you doing listening to my song? Like, how is this person I don't even know listening to my <laughs> songs? It's just so surreal. And you're like, that's actually happening. Like, she's yeah. genuinely like, like the way that I listen to someone else's music. And I'm like, this is so sad. And it's just like, what? I just don't get it. But it's, it, that's what's special. Well, I feel like it's about to happen all over again with I'll Be Waiting, which yeah. I made the mistake of listening to <laughs> right before I jumped on this <laughs> recording. And I didn't know whether to cry or I, I didn't know what to do. It made me feel like I was in a music video. It was very nice. cinematic. And I was just like, oh, it was raining. The, like, I was looking out the window. I was like, this is, this is beautiful. Thank you. So, I'm glad you like it. It's out now. Well, it it's out it, yeah when this goes out it'll be out <laughs> it's out now yeah it is it is out it is out now and, <laughs> go and uh, listen to it <laughs> very much listen to it now you know and and uh if you're if you're listening to the podcast you know you can you can after this you can go put your headphones in and if it's raining or if you're on a bus or you just you know you just want to catch a what do they call it now? There's like a name for it all. It's like a main character energy. Isn't that the thing that people That's say? Yeah. Try to get that main character energy. Just pop on. I'll be waiting and just vibe out, you know, just feel <laughs> main character. The new single, I'll be waiting is out now. If you want to feel like a main character, listen to it today. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the Spotify ad for the single. <laughs> welcome. You're welcome. I'll do it for free because I'm such a fan. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Tell me about it. Like what, what's, what was the inspiration behind this one? Because I I literally, I feel like every single one of your songs, there's like a, I feel like there should be like a Netflix, like (laughs) show behind it. Yeah. um, Oh, where to start with this one. Um, (laughs) I basically obviously don't have any, well, not obviously, but I basically don't have any relationship with my dad. And growing up, uh, he was a terrible person for many reasons. Um, but the there are many moments where I was a kid and I was waiting for him to show up and he didn't show up. Um, but I also, because he was a terrible person, I didn't want him to show up. Yeah. Like, like my head didn't want him to show up, but my heart wanted him to show up because I still wanted to know that he cared and tried and wanted to be my dad, you know? Um, And I think, you know, went through a lot of things for a long, 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 long time. Um, But growing up, I feel like I always, I, I just, there were many moments when I was a kid when I tried to sort of defend him and I sort of, tried and and I wanted to show up and like things that I was like ashamed of doing after as I was growing up I was like ashamed that I tried to defend him and that I tried to like whether even if it was just for like two minutes or 
you know, but there were these moments where I just wanted him to be the dad that I thought he was, you know, um, and it's, you spend a lot of time like, yeah, growing up and feeling sort of, yeah, like shame for having felt that way. And so when I started writing this song, at first I had no idea what I was writing about. Like, and that happens a lot. Like I'm yeah. just like, I don't know what the song is about. Like at first, you know, it's like I'm on the way to the gym and I just, I was just actually driving to the gym and I was like, if you ever want to fall in if you ever want to be I don't know what, what it was. Um, and then, um, I actually was on Zoom on a session where I was writing with another girl and we sort of just, I was like, I, have, I wrote this thing earlier. Uh, I hate Zoom sessions and stuff. So I was like, let me just like whip out something that I've already kind of done, like an idea that I started. And, and then we worked a bit on it and then wrote, wrote like the first verse and stuff. And then I think the Zoom ended in and I like finished the song myself. And it was kind of in that process of like looking at what I had written, looking at what we had written together and then looking at what I was then writing again. And I was like realizing what I was writing about and what it like meant to me. It's sometimes like I, sometimes I, it's like, I'm like a listener. I'm like writing the song and then I'm like listening and I'm like attaching my, yeah. it's like, it's strange. Like sometimes that happens and that's kind of what happened and, it was like I was really like oh wow this is like this is crazy that I wrote this like um and I don't even remember what the rest of my story is but that was yeah that was essentially like the process and and, and basically a song that like for me was like coming to terms with like that it was okay to be a shit it was okay like to feel those things like that I shouldn't have felt ashamed that it's still okay to feel ashamed, but that I shouldn't have felt ashamed for like still like defending my dad or wanting him to show up or, or feeling all those things that like any kid would just feel yeah. like, you know, and, and basically a song that sort of was written from the perspective of that person to give that person to show how much like those feelings are valid you know, yeah. like I'm not still waiting, you know, and I, I wasn't for a long, I wasn't for a long time. And I, you know, never wanted any relationship with him. And, but there was once a kid who did and who was, and then who felt guilty for it. And I wanted to be like, you don't have to feel guilty for it. It's fine. Like you're okay. You can feel that way. You were allowed. And like, whether it's a fucking multiverse metaverse, intertwined galaxies where that version of me still exists like and he can somehow hear the song and be like it's all good bro you know and i think just saying that to myself was like enough to validate those feelings and not have to feel like ashamed about it anymore you know you know what i i obviously i don't know obviously your history your past but there's certain elements of what you've just said i really relate to so now knowing that listening to that song i i feel like 
<laughs> they don't lie, the goosebumps. <laughs> but even hearing that, I'm like, again, I think this has been the running theme throughout this kind of recording. Is like, you're making people feel heard. And I think even being able to express that and even whether it is in a different version of you in a different universe, kind of giving you that heads up just to be, or that nod to be like, yeah, you're going to be okay. I think is a very, very powerful position to be in. Yeah. Thank you. I think there's just like, yeah, there's a, there's a lot that you can take from music and like, sometimes I, I don't, you got to explain a lot at the start because people always ask what your songs are about and what you wrote them and what you're inspired by. And, um, but you know, for something like this, it's like, I actually had a, 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 you know, some people could listen to the song and be like, so is he still waiting? And I'm like, it's not the point, you know, the song isn't about now and it never was. Well, it was about a different now, you know, and a different and written, from a different perspective you know and and i think that has a uh, yeah i think that has a lot of a lot of power um because a lot of people will feel like they still deal with feelings that they felt about certain feelings you know it's like yeah. there's so many more levels to feelings than just what you feel in the moment there's like a feeling you feel in the moment about a feeling that you felt once about a feeling that you felt, yeah. you know, like that's what this song is about. It's not a feeling like, metaverse then. <laughs> <That> yeah. was... <laughs> it's crazy. Like, no, it's, it's empowerful. And I, I've, I have nothing but respect for people, especially men who I get to have these kind of open, vulnerable conversations about. Cause I don't think obviously we're moving in the right direction, but they are happening few and far between so i'm so lucky that i get to do this from a point of view especially when there is music involved because it it does make me feel like ah okay there's other people kind of going through this and like obviously i keep saying like soundtracking it which kind of leads me on to music again being it's my biggest coping mechanism whether i'm happy sad whatever it might be there's a song for it or an album i want to know because i imagine you like to throw some shapes what song needs to be playing to get you on the dance floor? Anything Michael Jackson. But I'm on the dance floor immediately. Because I just grew up on that. Like yeah. I discovered Michael Jackson and I was just obsessed with his music. And I would just dance every night in my bedroom in front of the mirror, just MJ shaping with a hat on. I had a glove, I had a <laughs> glove and everything. Did you- like I was just a huge, 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 huge fan of Michael Jackson's music. Um, I think it's some of the greatest music ever made. No doubt about it. It's incredible. Um, you know, and some of the greatest musicians on the world playing on those records produced by some of the greatest musicians in the world. Um, yeah, just phenomenal stuff, phenomenal stuff. And you get an MJ song on, like I am there, I'm front and center. I'm throwing (laughs) the biggest shapes. Oh, they hold can you moonwalk so i learned when i was a kid yeah so like i'd like to say i can still but i haven't done it in probably like i do it every now and then just for the laugh like for like two seconds and i'm like oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah i learned it when i was like younger because i was obviously obsessed do you want me to do i'm gonna cut that bit and when i say when i asked the question earlier about what can you expect from <laughs> the tour um, that's where moonwalk. <laughs> moonwalking I should have moonwalk on stage. That would be badass. Just a quick moonwalk. Just exactly. Who's bad? 
Kian's bad. He's bad. Kian's bad. <laughs> doing a pretty good. I'm actually doing a pretty good finger moonwalk here. I can't do that because I've got a weird uh, little finger. <laughs> and I'm messing it up now, but I feel like it was pro. If I could get it right on the edge of the screen. No, it's terrible. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, we'll Beautiful. edit it. That's what we can do. We can edit that. On the flip side of that, apart from your own songs, <laughs> what songs make you cry? What, what pulls the emotion out? Um, don't know. I'm trying to think of what, like. You can't say blanket of bullets. <laughs> blanket of bullets. <laughs> I don't, I, I actually, like. I wrote, uh, this is terrible. It's not technically my own song, though. So I wrote a song yesterday with one of my favorite artists that I work with. And I was listening to that, I think, this morning and last night. And that was getting yeah. me to tear up. I was like, damn, this is this is good. But that kind of doesn't count because I was prior to writing that song. So that's a bit of a cheat. But I think because I was so emotionally attached to it, I was like, whew. That's good. Um, I think like... I don't know. It's just random things. Sometimes like classical music, like really gets me, like hits me in the feels because it's so yeah. profound. Um, we had I Sophie at Expects to on a few weeks ago, and she said exactly the same thing about kind of like the orchestra and like hearing yeah. those kind of the individual instruments. For her, that really kind of takes her to a place that she'd never really been before. Mm, yeah, I just love like. I grew up on classical music, so it's so like nostalgic and familial for me. And I actually think Chopin often always makes me cry because it always makes me think about my yeah. mom because she grew like when I was growing up, she would just play Chopin all the time at the piano. Um, and so whenever I hear Chopin, I'm just like thinking my mom and I get all emotional because I'm like, I love you, mom. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's like, yeah, it's weird. It's just kind of random stuff like that that just like means something to me i think is usually the most yeah the most impactful the live music is really i need live music mostly to like cut me you know that's the best like when i go to a live concert and that's when i really feel the magic yeah i i completely agree with that i miss live music more than my own family in lockdown i, I, oh. I didn't realize how much i relied on it it's so good it's just the the best way of like it's the best type of music you know it's way better than just listening to a record and it's just another thing when you're surrounded by people i went to see coldplay and i just was like oh my god this is the best yes. thing yeah of all time legendary yeah. it just takes you away doesn't it for like that like hour or so you are not thinking about anything else other than literally what's yeah. in front of you the music and just it's just a good time oh it's such a good time it's so special it's just like i could like when i was at coldplay i was like i can't believe it <laughs> I, was like, I was like oh my god like, what is happening it's just like, you're just like holy shit like epic you know like we're like this is crazy we're all here just by <laughs> the wristbands flashing yeah. away yeah <laughs> unbelievable feeling live music is it's a game changer Every, and like I've been to little gigs of small artists yeah. that made me tear up and I just love that you know love the real stuff no, I love it but speaking of live gigs I was very fortunate I don't know how I did it but I got Glastonbury tickets Ooh, 
that's big i've still yeah. never been and i went to school right next to it for like two years oh not even through the fence yeah i know yeah. still never been it's tragic hopefully i'll play there someday maybe maybe cool next enough. year could we could i expect to see oh i don't know i don't know what the i feel like you got to be like you got to be either really cool and indie yeah um uh, which apparently i'm not apparently they want <laughs> they love to be like yeah keen makes pop music and i'm like do i though i don't really know it's just like songs you know it's like very yeah. songwriter songs but they're like it's pop music i'm like so is indie music it's just like yeah a, it's, it's, if anything it's more pop music but what they came up with another cool name for it so it's like whatever uh so either you have to be indie and cool uh or i think you just have to be like a superstar um so either either I become a superstar, which hopefully will happen, uh, or I uh, go Indian cool, which I could probably just change my clothes and then pretend like an Indian cool. <laughs> you know, like I could just change the everyone had in secondary school. Yeah. <laughs> just do that now. It's really weird, actually, because a lot of the the whole like indie thing as well is like, uh, which is well, the strange thing about it is like a lot of it is just based on like fashion, you know, or like. Yeah. Or, or like they record their vocal twice and then they pan it left and right and you're like it's still fucking pop songs like it's the same thing if anything it's more poppy than like ballads and stuff you know like yeah. i think ballads are like the least pop of pop music they're like classical songs you know they're just like big ballady beautiful songs and then you have like indie music with like do the bass lines and everything and i'm like well that's way more pop like Who's making these who's dance music? Yeah. <laughs> so it really confuses me. And I think there should be a consensus to like change what they like. I don't know. But hey, you know, I don't I don't make the rules. So well, that was a really nice way to say I want to play at Gasly, but I can't tell you anything yet. So I'm making make sure I see you in the field next yes. year. <laughs> I'm I'm On that. drugs, like <laughs> that's the other way i could somehow end up there if i just decided to become a huge druggie and like is that what people do in festivals i'm not like a big festival goer and i like obviously no, i've never took drugs now. so i um i feel like that's like people people go just whenever i see footage of festivals people are just like off their faces on something having like the best time of their lives um and i'm like mm, i think i'd rather just have a shower to be honest <laughs> You know, I would love to, everything a good show. Uh, would love to go to Glastonbury and would definitely love to play Glastonbury. So hey, you never know. We're manifesting it right here. Right we now. are main stage, Glastonbury, 2025, should we say? 26, maybe. Hopefully I'll be there with a waffle sign saying you yeah. waffled with me once. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Honestly. We will be there. European. I'll eat some waffles on stage. In, in I'll, just, I'll just launch them at the stage. Just launch Maybe them. That's, that's okay. me. <laughs> you Amazing. have been an absolute dream to waffle with. Best of luck with I'll Be Waiting and the tour. Very much. And I can't wait till you've become that superstar that you keep saying. Start just, believing in yourself. You got it. Waffle, waffles on stage. Waffles on the main stage at Glastonbury. Let's go. 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.